0: They all need to cut, cut the crap. crap. Now, here's your host, Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer.
1: Hey there, folks. Joe Von Hutton Pulitzer. Welcome to Cut the Crap. I know it's a weird name for a program, Crap, C R A P, but it's. Merely an acronym, standing for culture, race, and American politics. Well, today's episode, we're going to be talking about our current selected, not elected, mail order, Bell administration executive in the White House is going to be running again. His campaign slogan is, let's finish the job. I submit to you that Biden will actually finish off America If we give him the chance, that's what finish means in this campaign slogan. Folks, this is a war. It is a one finger war. I know you want to give the whole system a finger, but the one finger we need fighting right now is just to simply share this program, get people involved, and help us fight this war for the very survival of the United States of America. We've got to get this right. Look at what has happened just in the two and a half years. You know, he's headed into his third year. Look what's happened in this short time. It's almost impossible to recognize our beautiful country anymore. And we do not need to set back and let him finish ruining our country. That is what's going on, and that's where presidents will overuse their power if they're on the corrupt and the dark side. I do believe they're here to destroy us. I do believe this is a planned takeover of America Let's take a look at the brand new first campaign ad that this current selected not elected executive introduced his re-election campaign with.
2: Freedom. Personal freedom is fundamental to who we are as Americans. There's nothing more important, nothing more sacred. That's been the work of my first term, to fight for our democracy. This shouldn't be a red revolution. To protect our rights, to make sure that everyone in this country is treated equally, and that everyone is given a fair shot at making it. But you know, around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on those bedrock freedoms, cutting Social Security, that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what health care decisions women can make, banning books and telling people who they can love, all while making it more difficult for you to be able to vote. When I ran for president four years ago, I said we're in a battle for the soul of America, and we still are. The question we're facing is whether in the years ahead we have more freedom or less freedom, more rights or fewer. I know what I want the answer to be and I think you do too. This is not a time to be complacent. That's why I'm running for re-election. Because I know America. I know we're good and decent people. I know we're still a country that believes in honesty and respect and treating each other with dignity. That we're a nation where we give hate no safe harbor. We believe that everyone is equal, that everyone should be given a fair shot to succeed in this country. Thank you for choosing Thank us. You. Every generation of Americans have faced a moment when they have to defend democracy. Stand up for our personal freedom. Stand up for the right to vote and our civil rights. And this is our moment. We So if you're with me, go to JoeBiden.com. Let's finish this job. I know we can. Because this is the United States of America. There's nothing, simply nothing we cannot do if we do it together.
1: If you listen to that, you clearly know that this administration is not about freedoms is certainly not about liberties. Yes, they want their democracy as they see it, but not a constitutional republic. Everything that we are witnessing in our world right now is part of a larger orchestrated effort. I wanna remind you of an event historically that doesn't get taught about much but they're reusing it's an event that happened on may 10th 1933 it was when nazis carried out the public burnings of books that they claimed were un-german now back then these books uh were placed in all the universities towns and cities They were burning them because they were the works of Jewish liberals, what they called leftist writers at the time, and they ended up in bonfires. This stood for a powerful symbol of Nazi power and strength. Did you notice that Biden invoked book burning in his speech? All of this is a plan, folks. Did you notice that we really didn't have this rash of elementary school books teaching elementary children, well, how to please each other in same-sex scenarios, how to hide in closets and masturbate, how to successfully enjoy anal sex, and, of course, what's going on? People, parents, conservatives, are banning these books, are getting rid of them. Do you see how they've turned the tables? Do you see how they've used simple symbology and mental masturbatory efforts to convince their base that conservatism is fascism? Every bit of this is planned. Every single move is orchestrated. Everything that's said, everything that's done. And it was put in place years and years ago to bring us to this place. And that is why when we had Obama that promised change, they will change America, they did. And now Biden, the third term of Obama, is promising to let's finish the job. Folks, we're at war. We're going to unpack this show you some of the things that are going on. I'm going to show you some of the evil war tactics they're deploying. And it's all to destroy America. Share this program. Be right back, folks.
0: See, I told you learning how to tell the world to cut the crap would make you feel great. There's more to come. Jovan will be right back.
1: I have always told you that if you don't understand history, you cannot see the future. And history absolutely will repeat itself. It's the way it is. We are under attack. Everything is done for a reason in this big, grand, deep state cabal It is planned in advance, and they insert their operatives in these scenarios so they can undo everything we care about. I'll give you an example. You just saw Tucker Carlson booted from Fox. Now, Tucker was the bread and butter. Tucker was the one that kept the glue, the conservative glue there at Fox it coincided with Fox agreeing to pay Dominion seven hundred and eighty seven million dollars in a settlement a defamation settlement the single largest type or single most hardest to prove of any of all lawsuits there most people consider most legal scholars consider them useless but I also want to show you some of the underworkings that were going on because now they're going to go after credibility. Now they're going to try to change the face of the media. That's what's going on. I want to let you know at the same time, there's this lady named Abby Grossberg who was Tucker's booking producer. At the same time that Tucker's gonna be magically off, this Abby Grossberg files lawsuits, left the company. She worked for Maria Bartolomo, Bartoromo, and Tucker Carlson. There's rumors that Maria's gonna be on her way out, too. She filed a lawsuit alleging. That the legal team forced her to lie or say, I don't know, when it came to her being deposed about Dominion voting machines. But I want to let you know something. She became an employee, a booker. Now, on the top show, I want to remind you this. Out of nowhere, she only started in late 2019. I want to put that into perspective for you. She wasn't a longtime member of the Fox family. She was newly inserted. So now Tucker's off the air, and this booker all of a sudden is appearing everywhere across the left-stream media. Here's an example.
3: What is it about the culture at Tucker? Because, listen, as someone who covers him and cover- covers him as a force that threatens
1: democracy until Friday night... Um it falls in this category of shocking, not surprising. What was for you, as someone inside Fox, shocking
3: about the culture at Tucker coming from Maria Show? It was very out in the open. What you see is what ends up on air. People are believers who are there. I was really I found it difficult to cover the kind of stories that they wanted me to cover. I wasn't expecting it. Maybe I should have. That's what some people say. But, for example, um, right toward the end of my time there, when the January 6th tapes were coming out, Tucker was very set on finding an FBI person who was implanted in the crowd and spinning this conspiracy that they were ultimately the ones responsible for the capital attack not Fox News as they're about to go into the Dominion trial that it was really you know the FBI that set up this thing not Fox telling the American people that the election was rigged and the voting machines did it and when I went back to them and said, look, there's no conspiracy theory here. I called this attorney that's representing one of the Proud Boys, and he flat out told me on two occasions, there is no conspiracy, get away from this stuff. This is dangerous, tell Tucker to stop. I'll come on your show and represent my client, but I absolutely will walk off if he asks me this. And the response was, well, find somebody else. Tucker is really intent on this. And that warmed my mental health too, because by that time, I had really begun to connect the dots that the programming that we were putting on the air every night was not just generating business, but also generating hatred in the audience. And after January 6th, I had this wake up moment that this is hurting people. People are getting angry and people are acting out on that anger and this is not okay. And I don't wanna be part of that. I
1: would encourage um, every one of you to actually find the clips online for this woman and listen to her words. One of her key words that she said on these media when she went into Tucker, how'd it feel? Well, I knew immediately I couldn't rise to be the executive producer or the producer of the show because I was a woman. I submit to you this was a plant. I submit to you that Fox and it's takeover by Loughran, right, Uh, was an inside job to make sure they got rid of their true conservatives, which is going on right now. They're truly purging their conservatives. But if you look at the leading question here, where the host said, well, I was explaining how he was dangerous to democracy every night, and then this booker leads with, Well, basically telling you he was manufacturing stuff about January 6th. I'm only working on connecting your eyes, your ears, and your mind to how this game is played. Tucker did tremendous damage in beginning to cover the January 6th stuff. Let me connect it to you one more step. Who gave Tucker the footage? That's right, Kevin McCarthy. Why did Kevin McCarthy say it would be available to everyone, and it hasn't been? And why would Kevin McCarthy specifically and only give it to Tucker? And now, who knows where it is, because Tucker did a little bit of a taste... You can clearly see and understand, I mean, you know it now, and, and you please understand, this producer, the moment Tucker's out, she's on the networks. The moment Tucker's out, 60 Minutes is covering Ray Epps. You've got to put all the pieces together. This is psychological warfare. They're pooping in our brains. And that's why everything's hitting in this way, because they must discredit January 6th. But I think you got to look at Mr. McCarthy and why he even gave it only to Tucker. Hang tight. I'll be right back right after this.
0: Are you following Jovan on all social media? You think this program is good at empowering you? You should get your PhD in cutting the crap by following Jovan daily on all social media. Just find him by typing hashtag Jovan Hutton Pulitzer. Hang tight. Jovan will be right back.
1: Guys, I want to have a very serious discussion with you about your home, your family, and your finances. Look, if we give Biden the chance and he gets in office again, Biden will finish off America. I think it's very funny that his campaign slogan is, let's finish the job. I'm telling you, the job is to destroy America. Now, right now, well, he's not even very popular even among the left. CBS News basically did a story and said Biden re-election big is just kind of accepted. There's no excitement to it. Um, And that's true. People don't really care about what's going on with him. He's actually tied for the second lowest approval rating of any president in the last 70 years. In the last 70 years. If we were to go back in time, because history tells us these things. Well, he's just above Jimmy Carter. Not that it means technically a lot. It's just a sign of the times. If you go back to Reagan, second term, 1983, he was only at 41%. That's tied with Biden at in 2023 at 41%. This just shows how volatile our times are. If you were to look at these low ratings... You will find they're always in times of turmoil when the turmoil's really the worst and the rhetoric's pulled up. That is why rhetoric drives presidential ratings down. That doesn't mean the presidents aren't bad, it means the media machine kicks in. And there's two types of rhetoric there's one to destroy people that are doing really good and against the agenda. That's what's going on right now with conservatives. And there's ones where can, Americans can really clearly see the writing is on the wall. I cannot stress the importance of you getting historically corrected mindset of what's really going on. All of the things that. Biden, in his campaign commercial, is talking about. Talking about Social Security, it's always been around. But when you have a country that's worried about the future, worried about America going down, and more Americans retiring than ever before in history, you can see why they hit Social Security. They want to use fear to drive you down. They want to use fear to drive you to the government. But I tell you, it's very telling, very telling, that... In his campaign, New Commercial, which I ran at the beginning of the program, they're talking about at a time when we're burning books, when we're banning books. Now, historically, this is incredibly important. Because if you were to go back in time, that was a ideology that was pushed by the German authorities in 1933. Schultag, by Joseph Goebbels. Think about how much they compare Fox News to Goebbels. He was the one that was in charge of popular entertainment and propaganda. And this, back in '33, was when the government purged organizations of Jewish and other officials allegedly to be politically suspect, who were, you know, they alleged to be politically suspect, or degenerates the nazis labeled them degenerates and in an organ in a way to kind of organize and synchronize this they started burning books getting rid of everything and they used students to do it students was the keys to getting in now doesn't this sound familiar 33 degenerates right now we're we're the uh con- we're the uh terrorist domestic terrorist Using students to get there, well, that's exactly what they use students in China to get communism to come in. History is, in fact, repeating itself. Right now, going on with this Biden commercial saying banning books, all across the country there will be classes teaching our precious children that, hey, look, these books are being banned. And if you as a parent haven't discussed why your elementary school student shouldn't be learning about anal sex, then their teachers are gonna plant in their heads, oh, this these people are bad. Look, they're banning books. We're here to teach you. We're supposed to learn this. This is how they twist everything. And they're sticking in the knife and they're twisting it very, very hard. And they're activating They are activating their crowds, and that is why you're seeing so many things converge at the same time. Now, granted, you pushed back on Fox when they got rid of Tucker, and there was a billion-dollar hit to their stock. But you have the current selected, non-elected president coming out saying... Around the country, MAGA extremists are lining up to take on our bedrock freedoms, cutting Social Security that you paid for your entire life while cutting taxes for the very wealthy, dictating what healthcare decisions women can make, banning books and telling people who they can love. He went on to say every generation has a moment where they have to stand up for democracy You notice they never say stand up for your constitutional republic. It's because they're trying to replace our constitutional republic with a democracy. To stand up for their fundamental freedoms. And he goes on to say, I believe this time is now. Do you believe that we've had our fundamental freedoms? I remember we couldn't go to sporting events. We couldn't travel. Kids couldn't go to school. Couldn't go to the grocery store. I would call those our fundamental freedoms, wouldn't you? And they're the people that put in, well, fundamental freedom blocking. This is why in our schools, they got rid of history teaching. Every time throughout history and the taking over of society, they have turned the young and students into their weapons, into their soldiers. I told you this. It was exactly 416 students in China that formed the Communist Party. And then they partnered with other groups, which only about 42,000 people. And they went on this crusade saying that China as it existed was evil, was controlling the people, was hurting everybody, was destroying everything. And those 44,000, we'll just round it up, took over a country of 900 million. They knew they could do it because in Chinese culture, it's rude to push back. You have to be polite. Uh, I'm over this politeness. We don't have to be rude. We don't have to be confrontational. But we do have to understand the way they do it. And our poor kids do not at all understand our history anymore that we've been here. And if they understood our history, they would understand how they're being used, and they would understand where we're headed. Now, you understand why they called us extreme domestic terrorists? Remember how I taught you to push back on that and to start tagging it? To start tagging it on social media, saying this is extreme domestic terrorism. When we showed them burning the streets, we have to fight this psychological warfare. Now, We're not only fighting the left, and you need to know this. I'll tell you why. The Democrats have scheduled the debates. I don't know if you've been paying attention to this, but the Democrats have in fact scheduled, excuse me, the GOP has in fact scheduled the debates. Here's what they didn't do not a single person picked up the phone regarding the debates and talked to President Trump. Now that should tell you something. The GOP scheduled the presidential debates for the Republicans that are going to run in the primaries. They're going to have all the different Republicans that are going to run for president. The GOP didn't even pick up the phone and check the schedule, date, times, and places as they normally would with any candidate and all candidates. They didn't even talk to President Trump. President Trump put out a statement that says, I see everybody's talking about the Republican debates, but nobody got my approval or the approval of the Trump campaign before announcing them. When you're leading by seemingly insurmountable numbers, And you have hostile networks with angry Trump and MAGA hating anchors asking the questions why subject yourself to being libeled or abused also the second debate the second debate is being held at the Reagan library of which the chairman of the library is amazingly Fred Ryan publisher of the Washington Post publisher of the Washington Post think about that also The DNC announced no debates. They are not, when it comes to uh, primaries where you'll have uh, DNC challengers, ostensibly. Robert Kennedy Jr., right? (laughs) They've said, we're not doing any debates. You know, when they didn't do debates, When they didn't do debates around the country, that's when Biden held out in his basement. You notice when we got into 2022, things like in Arizona, Katie Hobbs didn't debate. Now they're announcing they didn't bait. Do you understand their plan is to execute the crap again? They won't debate because they're gonna get exposed. They cannot have that. They need the media to cover for them. They need to create chaos and division. It's now a standard not to debate, folks, because they think they have it in the bag. And it's because not enough Americans can focus on actually what's going on because it is their plan to select, not elect. We're in a whole different telemetry now, folks. We know how this is done, but yet we still don't push back the effective ways. Did you watch my program? where I I basically showed you the Edison data that popped up on TV. Look, they changed votes. They took away votes. Do you realize how many lawsuits have been based on that data? I finally got fed up with it, and I showed you it's never real data. They know it, which means you can never win a lawsuit on it. Look how many people of our own movement have been put out front on that data. Knowing all along it can never win in court. I have to question the motive behind that. Are we just ignorant? Is it just ego-driven? We have to learn how to fight to win, or we're going to lose our nation. When I come back, I'm going to give you my closing comments, and we're going to hear from President Trump himself. Hang tight. Be right back. I have a few simple questions for you i just want you to ponder before we hear from president trump if in fact all of our lawsuits were filed for all kinds of stuff like they they added votes they took away votes look at this and i showed you 2500 independent writers that are hired for election day call around to get the numbers 2000 plus students across the country call local polls getting the numbers and a committee of 200 to review the facts and a committee of 200 to do the facts, meaning it's all based on phone calls, has a tremendous issue for human error. But yet everybody jumped off on, I saw it on TV, whatever. That's not certified, never has been certified, never has been represented as the real data. But even we ran that direction instead of focusing on real data. I personally am fed up that we do things continually – that hurt our own efforts. And only people pay attention to who spends the most money. Well, if you're spending the most money for what a TV ticker said, and they're notoriously wrong, look at how they can even spell names wrong. That's not a basis for winning our country back. We have to fight on facts and transparency. Here's what President Trump says. You could
4: take the five worst presidents in American history, and put them together, and they would not have done the damage Joe Biden has done to our nation in just a few short years, not even close. Thanks to Joe Biden's socialist spending calamity, American families are being decimated by the worst inflation in half a century. Banks are failing, our currency is crashing, and the dollar will soon no longer be the world standard which will be our greatest defeat in over 200 years. Real wages have been falling 24 months in a row. In other words, under-Biden workers have gotten a pay cut each and every month for two straight years. We have surrendered our energy independence, just like we surrendered in Afghanistan, which we had just a short time ago, and the price of gasoline just hit a five-month high. And it's going much higher than that. Under my leadership, we had the most secure border in U.S. history by far. Never had a border like this. Under Biden, the southern border has been abolished and millions of illegal aliens have been released into our communities. What's happening now is beyond belief. They're coming in from mental institutions and prisons are all being emptied. They're being dumped into the United States of America. Many of these people are very dangerous. They're being dumped. We're like a dumping ground. Our cities have been overrun with homelessness, drug addicts, and violent criminals who are being released from jail en masse with no retribution whatsoever, while law enforcement is weaponized against law-abiding conservatives or Republicans or people they just don't like. Our children are being indoctrinated and mutilated by left-wing freaks and zealots. The senior ranks of our military have gone completely woke, and our military is suffering greatly. Biden has totally humiliated our nation on the world stage, starting with the Afghanistan disaster, perhaps the most embarrassing event in the history of our country. It meant so much to our enemies when they watched that horrible retreat. Russia is teaming up with China. Iran is days away from a nuclear bomb, not even thinkable. Ukraine has been devastated by an invasion that would never, ever have happened if I was president. And Joe Biden has led us to the very brink of World War III. They say Trump was right about everything. Well. I'm not predicting World War III, but I will say this, we're very close, and they're only talking about nuclear weapons. On top of it all, Biden is the most corrupt president in American history, and that's not even close. Nobody can believe what's going on with, again, no retribution whatsoever. With such a calamitous and failed presidency, it is almost inconceivable that Biden would even think of running for reelection. You know what happened in the last election, They cheated and they rigged the election. But I promise you this, when I stand on that debate stage and compare our records, it will be radical Democrats' worst nightmare because there's never been a record as bad as they have. And our country has never been through so much. There has never been a greater contrast between two successive administrations in all of American history. Ours being greatness and theirs being failure. With your support in the election, we will defeat Joe Biden in 2024. We will rescue our economy. We will crush inflation. We will stop the invasion on our southern border. We will restore our nation's dignity and we will prevent World War III from happening. Together, we will all make America great again. Thank you.
1: Clarity and focus on Clarity and focus on facts that matters. Those are the facts. Those are the facts that matter. That's it. Yet many times, many, many times, we on the conservative side focus on the wrong things. It's just like I told you about the Edison data. I've never used it, never would, and never talked about it because it's invalid from the beginning, but yet, It's the basis of many of these suits that have come out. We all need a middle enema, folks. We all need to think about exactly where we are in this process and what are we going to do. We all have to take every single action we can do to fight for our country Because there are many different ways to fight for it, but we must activate and we must focus on the things that are true. And we must be hardcore and relentless about it. And we must reject all of the rhetoric that is wasting our time. We must focus on exactly what will surgically remove this crap we're going through. Because folks, if we don't get focused, and we don't tell every one of these rat bastards to cut the crap. We're going to lose our country. We need to activate.
0: Most people are afraid to stand up and speak out, but not you. You've been learning how to tell the system to cut, cut the, the crap. crap. What can I do to help save the America I love? And the answer is learn how to fight back and tell the system